September sky Watching as clouds went by We confessed everything to each other Standing next to you I felt like I could Hey everybody, welcome to Adventure Retired The podcast where retired people share what they are doing in their retirement We are Kurt and Cindy Liljadal, your hosts but before we start, we're going to begin with a life lesson. Today's life lesson from my book is Read for Pleasure. And this is one I didn't get for a long time because even though I'm married to a reading specialist, I'm not what you call a great reader. But I've found that there's certain times in my life that reading books is just good. You had to find the right author. Yeah. Once I found a good author, now I'm hooked to books. It still takes me forever to read a book. But I find it takes me to places that I want to go in my mind. I highly recommend you read. Okay, today we're going to talk to some friends of ours from the Rio Grande Valley, Martha and Jaime de Leon, who downsized immensely when they got close to retirement age. They're still working a little, but their kids were out of the house, and Martha, being a diagnostician in a school, could retire from it. So she um, retired from that school district, And they moved from a 2,500-square-foot home all the way down to a 33-foot trailer. That is amazing. That's getting rid of a lot of junk. Okay, well, today we are going to have a special treat. We are going to do our very first interview. Live interview. Well, not live, but recorded interview. Live to us. But anyway, we're going to interview a couple that have a different retirement route Their retirement adventure, as we understand it, you sold your home and are living in an RV. We're talking to uh, Jaime and Martha de Leon. Are you there? Hi. (laughs) We're here. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, tell us what year did you retire? Um, I retired in June of 2018. Okay. So you're just kind of recently retired, huh? Yes. Yes. Are you enjoying it? Um, you know, with this uh, little pandemic we're having, it feels like it's been longer. Yeah. Everything feels long. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait to just get out of the house for a while. Oh, yeah. Why did you choose to go from, you know, being a homeowner to an RV lifestyle? I'll let Jaime answer. Well, Martha had always kind of wanted to get out of the valley since we've always been there all our lives. And I didn't really care where I lived, you know, whether it was McAllen, Mission, or Austin, or wherever. It didn't matter. And uh, Austin seemed like a, a nice area to go to, and we could ride the Harley here and go and see a lot of, do a lot of things and see a lot of things in the area. It was a good central point, uh, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to go out and do things from. Whereas in the valley, we'd have to ride four hours on the Harley just to get somewhere to ride somewhere, you know, or the start of our journey would take forever. So it was just more of a, you know, we really didn't, I didn't care personally about owning the big house and the nice neighborhood and all that. It was just, to me, I, I could care less where I live, you know, uh, so it wasn't a big deal for me. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So when, how long did it take to make the decision to do this? That's a big one. The moving or retiring? The downsizing and and moving into an RV. 
Well, when, when our kids grown and gone, you know, we had just a lot of stuff that we don't need. And so we decided, you know what? We need to downsize and we downsized a lot because yeah. we had a we had a house that was about 2500 yeah 2500 square feet so we got rid of a lot of stuff and now we live in a rv that's 33, 33 feet long wow so yeah <laughs> did that feel pretty... good to get rid of all the the crap so to speak because we have well, a lot of crap in our house you know what um when we bought the RV, I was still working and, um, we bought it in, in, uh, January of 2018. And so Jaime's business is very, or when he works, it's very flexible. So he was the one that was in charge of deciding, yes, keep it, no, throw it. And I told him, you know what, that's fine because if, I saw it, I'd want to just automatically keep it. Yeah, I know the feeling. Kind of the good guy, the bad guy, you know? Yeah, well, good cop, I, bad got cop. Yeah. Of, I got rid of 90 per, 90% of my tools, power tools. Oh, yeah. I just kept the small hand stuff and the hand tools and power tools, small ones. We got rid of everything else that I'd accumulated over the years. And, you know, I, I didn't really have too much for initially, but then after it was like, eh, whatever. It's all material garbage, yeah. you know? I, I don't need it. I want to ask, what what type of RV did you get? Okay, well, we got a 33-foot. When when we were looking at RVs, we, we were – look. I was looking at something a little smaller, but then I realized because Martha was like, no, we're not living in something real small. <laughs> so uh, uh, we ended up buying the biggest pull-behind trailer we could find, and it was 33 feet long. And it's actually pretty roomy because it's got three slide-outs. So our kitchen – is by the front, by the side door, it slides out. So we've got a kitchen that slides out, and we have a living room on the opposite side that slides out. So the main center room is really roomy. We've got a, a, a sink on an island in the middle between the kitchen and the, uh, in the uh, living room. And then we have a bedroom on the front end with a TV, a 42-inch that spins around so we can watch in the living room or kitchen or in the uh, bedroom. Uh, and then we have a bunkhouse in the back. Uh, which I, with an entertainment center that I converted to a uh, a washer, like a laundry room. Okay. So I put a full size <laughs> washer and dryer in there because one of the the only downside of RVing or, or living in an RV resort is that uh, it really sucks having to go to the uh, one of the laundry mats in the park to do your laundry. And I just wanted to get away from that. Oh, I would agree with that. Totally. Yeah. That's a smart move. Does it, you got it so you can drain it enough and everything. What do you, what's that? You got it. So it drains enough, the washing machine and everything. Well, what I do, I, 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 I redid all the word work and plumbing in that back room. And it's, it looks like it came from the factory that way. It's all flush mounted real nice. And, um, I, and I actually drain my washer uh, out into the yard behind me, but we use uh, one of those environmentally grass-safe detergents so we can do as much laundry as we want, and it doesn't have any negative effect on the grass. Oh, cool, and probably helps, especially the drought places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, 
Where is one of the places that you've gone to? Do you have you just stayed in Austin, or have you have you taken the the camper or the RV somewhere else? No, we haven't taken yeah. the camper anywhere, but we <laughs> uh, the RV because it, actually I sold my truck and and got Martha's, which is too small to pull it. So uh, what we've done is we've used the Harley. We haven't used it in the last month and a half, but. We've used the Harley for our little daily excursions to go right around Marble Falls and uh, so, West. We've traveled everywhere from, gosh, uh, probably uh, from Marble Falls, all of South Texas, we've covered pretty much every back road. And this is, we're making this our temporary permanent home. Okay. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, all our mail comes here now, so... There you go. So this is like, our, you know, we kind of, we're not using it to travel right now. I think the next one that we get will probably be a, a motor home so that way we can just unplug and just take off and not worry about anything. Okay. So, are, so, are you guys working some? Um, You know, and I'm sure Cindy can attest to this too, or you also. When you retire from Texas and you had, you get your TRS retirement, um, you know, you can't live on that by itself. So I am, I'm retired, but I'm working for a company out of Houston that they send, uh, diag- they send, um, diagnosticians to whatever school district needs, um, testing done okay. or, or speech pass or OT. So I'm working, it's called specialized assessment and I got a job with them and they got me a contract as a diagnostician in a little town east of here called Smithville. And I'm, I can only work 20 hours a week. So it, it worked out pretty good. So yeah, I'm happy. I, I like subbing because of that too. And I just get bored just not doing anything yet. So you know, I think that's kind of the the downside. Uh, if there is a retiring young like we were and you guys are, that you do get bored a little bit. So you have to find something to do, whether it's a hobby or a, a part-time job. Well, Martha actually makes more money working 20 hours a week with her retirement than if she worked full-time. Oh, that's good. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, getting back to your your situation now, your RV, was there a system to your downsizing? Did you like start with the big things first or did you start going closet by closet? What did you do to get ready? Well, we, we had a big garage sale and basically sold everything that we knew we couldn't fit. It was basically, we're taking our clothes and the stuff we knew we need for our daily, you know, getting ready your cosmetics and Right. Just the basics, necessities, yeah. you know, and we basic, basic with our clothes and we just started from scratch, you know, uh, we got rid of pretty much everything. We just yep. cleaned house. The only thing we kept were uh, videos and the tens of thousands of photographs that Martha had taken the, the kids growing up, which I've since put all on a uh, cloud. I bought a high speed uh, photo scanner and I scanned thousands and thousands of photos. Like a, I could scan one photo per second, so I would just feed them in there, and, and I have them all on a cloud now. So if anything ever happens to them, I've got them stored uh, in here. But if anything happens to them, I've got them forever. 
So like the stuff that I know our girls, even though Mackenzie's been out of the house a long time, she still has stuff here. Did you just tell the kids here, here's your stuff? We gave them the option. Come get it or we're throwing it away. So all their (laughs) trophies, all their ribbons, all their medals, if they didn't take them, they got thrown. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I know. I know. It just sometimes, you know, this with this um, time at home, this quarantine, I've been going through things and I've been finding things of the girls and I've taken a picture and sent it to them. Do you want this? Because I'm not housing it anymore. And they every single thing they've said, no, they don't want it. But I've always heard I've always heard that it's a very freeing experience to downsize. I mean, we actually kind of upsized when we retired, but it's a very freeing experience to get rid of the stuff, you know. I guess what who's that? Marie Kondo or Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right because when once you look at the things that you've gotten rid of, you think I never when was the last time I even used it? Yeah. A lot so. of stuff gets put away, and a lot of stuff I've done where I've thrown stuff away, and I'm sure Martha's done the same with me, where if she doesn't see it, she'll never miss it, you know? And that's why I let him do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Get rid of it. We have that theory. If you haven't worn it in about two years, you're probably not going to wear it. Right. right. And, and I'm really good to look at something that, especially that Kurt wears, that if it has a hole or a stain, we're not going to keep it. Hey. Okay. I know, right? Have you met any other people that are doing the same thing you guys are doing? You know what? We have met some people. In fact, um, they've already moved away from this park, but there's a a couple from, where were Detroit? Which one? Remember the older couple that a guy retired from the being a car assembly? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, union Um, guy. Union yeah, guy, that right. thank you. That was it. They, I think, they were from Detroit, and he retired, and they are now living in an RV. And she was a part-time uh, oh. nurse or something like that. And so yeah. they would travel. They were traveling around the country, so she would get jobs at different places. But they loved it. They, we've they, considered. Yeah. We've considered trying out like New Mexico. Or Colorado, I think that would be fun. I don't have a problem with getting yeah, I out don't of either. here. Where are your kids located at now? Um, okay, well, I'll start with the oldest, Larissa. She's uh, she's a travel nurse, and right now she's got a contract in New York City. Isn't that great? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, at um, uh, a children's hospital. She's she specializes in pediatric ICU uh, kids. So she's there right now, and her contract can last anywhere from four weeks to three months. It just depends. Um, Hyman is working here in Austin at Texas Health and Human Services, and he's getting ready to go to business. He's, he wants to get his MBA, and he's got accepted into uh, Kellogg School of Business and that's in Evanston, Illinois. It's part of Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern. And then Jacqueline, it works here also in Austin. She works at the logistics company in sales. And all three of them are doing are very successful. We couldn't ask for anything better. 
I wonder, like Larissa, she's doing almost the same thing you guys are doing with being a traveling nurse. That's a that's yeah. a pretty cool thing too. I mean, she's going to yeah. see a lot of the different parts of the country. Well, and, she's traveled all over the world. Oh yeah, she goes wherever she. She she's based out of Denver because she has her boyfriend there, and they have a they have a little house there and two corgi dogs. So, um, but she's traveled to Peru. Bali, Thailand. But those were vacations. Know, so, yeah, vacations. Yeah, her and her nurse friends, they'll take two weeks to a month off and they'll do these two week or one month vacations once or twice a year and they'll just have a blast. Yeah. Leave the husbands and boyfriends back at home and just take off. That's so cool. Yeah, that's what yeah. we try to do. Get one international trip in a year, but I don't know if it's going to happen this year or not. Yeah. We tried. Yeah, we got kind of jerked around. We took yes. a couple. Well, we canceled our vacation to Europe because it was when this COVID thing started. And I told Martha, gosh, you know, it was going to be two weeks. And I said, we, we need to eat the airfare and not go because we're going to yeah. get stuck there. And sure enough, like five days, about halfway through, our, if we would have gone on the vacation, they started shutting everything down. Yeah. So we we were lucky there. But we did go on a little mini adventure that was kind of a, a fun, but also kind of a uh, disappointment. We did a last minute trip to Las Vegas about three <laughs> days before it shut down. So, <laughs> so we flew to Vegas. Uh, we're there for two days. Uh, we and leave, then they shut it down. Uh, no, we leave and we go to an area south of Vegas, another popular area. And we had already purchased... Uh, train tickets at the at the uh, Grand Canyon uh, uh, at the park there there's a hotel about 60 miles away that they have these packages you buy train in uh, two or three nights there so we bought like the biggest package they had with the big fancy canopy 360 but needless needless to say it got canceled it was too. canceled so we were basically just like outrunning the coronavirus right and then and then it was a of an adventure just at the airport trying to get back here. But think of all the money you saved in the slot machines. Well, we played a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we uh, one of our episodes that we want to do is going to be called Micro Adventures. And it's those little weekend trips like, you know, Vegas or, you know, Minneapolis or go to Austin and see things. And we want to do a whole, you know, I mean, adventures that we talk about don't have to be two weeks in Europe or, you know, right. you know, big things. They can do the little things too, that make a retirement fun. Yeah. Yeah. Probably one of the biggest things we've got to do besides, uh, probably has been riding the Harley around because it's so beautiful around here. Oh yeah. You know, you, you in got, the springtime yeah. especially. Yeah. Get out in the hill country there. That's a beautiful area. There's one highway that goes there. It's just constant ups and downs and curves. It's really, it's really cool to to know that you can be successful in downsizing like that because Kurt's always had a dream of doing it for a year. I'm and, jealous, yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my God, I don't know if I could live in a, a camper or, or a small RV for a year. And I, I'm very, I'm very impressed that you guys are doing so well. Thank you. I think I think you could do it. I was going to ask you a question. Do any of your children have, or do you have grandchildren yet? No. Okay, because 
you know, we have one daughter that's married and right. I hear, I hear from my friends who all my friends are grandparents that that's a huge pull as far as, you know, what you do in your retirement, go hang out with the grandkids, but we're not to that phase either. So I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Well, you're ahead of us because none of our kids are married. Okay. <laughs> we got you by one year then. Okay. Cindy's going to ask you a couple questions here. Okay. We end our podcast between the two of us with a you betcha and a oh hell no uh, moment. And so the you betcha moment is like, what is the one thing that you like best about your adventure? So what's the one thing you have loved about this downsizing to an RV? I think what I've, I've enjoyed the best is it's part of the downsizing. But um, I sometimes I think about, oh, I shouldn't have retired. I should stay in the Valley. Oh, but then Jaime reminds me, no, we're better off here. So I think that's, that's probably it. For me. Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, it's sometimes we think about that. Maybe we retired too young, but then eh, I was ready for a change. Yeah. Even if it's a boring change sometimes, I was ready <laughs> for a change. Okay, the second part of that is, oh, hell no. If you had something, I mean, what would you not do again? Hyman? What would I not do again? Or what's the part that you'd like the least? Well, um, I don't have any real, I don't see any drawbacks to doing it. I, I do do a lot of work in the Valley still, but I look at that as a plus. So once a week I drive to McAllen from Austin for one and a half to two days to work. Cause, uh, most of my work is, I haven't really been aggressive trying to pursue work up here. Like I should have. So a lot of my customers are still down in the Valley. But what I like about that is the 54 cents or whatever the IRS gives you per mile. So I, I get like like a twenty-five dollars to $35,000 deduction uh, for driving. And I can make, you know, 500 to 800 Like last week I worked a day and a half and I made $850. So, and, you know, and it also, works out. And he still has his family there and his mom is, is bedridden. And, you know, she could, she could go at any time. So he still is can go visit her except, except for right now, now he can't but right yeah that that would be a hard you know hard being away you know with parents that's why we moved back to Iowa yeah this is a new normal for everybody yeah yeah I, I don't miss my my family that much I see them you know once in a while <laughs> uh, and and you know like I said I don't care where I live as long as I'm uh, with you know Martha that's all that really matters you know yep that's a good attitude to take Good attitude. That was a good answer, Jaime. That was. That was. You'll sleep well tonight, brother. Uh, okay. Well, we have enjoyed getting to know about your adventure and how you are handling retirement. And it sounds like you're doing it in a most awesome way. Yeah. It sounds like a great adventure. We're going to sign off now and then, then we'll talk to you a little bit later. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you all. Thank Thanks. you. It's been fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was a great interview. I mean, we had a little rough around the edges because it was our very first one. Bear with us. But it worked. Yeah, it worked really good. We um, Kind of a twofer for us. We reacquainted with Martha and Jaime. We hadn't seen him in quite a few years. And we got a great interview about 
an amazing downsize in retirement. I, I just cannot imagine the decisions they had to make leading up to even thinking about doing this. That's It's a good testament to their marriage because uh, a lot of couples, that would be stressful oh, yeah. and like that. Both people have to be totally committed. You can't just one person say, I'm going to downsize. I mean, both people have to be willing to do that. Well, and then there's the continuation of it. Now you live in a 33-foot trailer, which I think would be wonderful because I wouldn't have all the yard work. But you also can't buy things and fill it up. Oh, man. I mean, I think about our house and getting rid of things. It's just, it would be amazing. It would be so hard to do. We'll leave it to the girls. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's definitely something that people our age, in, our, in your 50s and 60s, we have to do for our parents when they pass away. Because a lot of us have parents that are in their 80s and 90s. And when they pass away, there's a lot of things that, that they have leaving behind that somebody has to go through. And it's a very, it's a it's a hard experience to go through your parents' stuff after they're gone. I mean, I personally think you would do your children a good favor if you would do kind of what the De Leons did long before you pass away and pare down. I mean, there's a lot of special things you want to keep for your children, but... Boy, if that's too much stuff. Well, and, you know, there's a lot of good videos, and Netflix has a lot of, you know, series of, of um, shows that talk about downsizing or cleaning up or hoarding. Hoarding, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do the hoarding thing. I know. But, yeah, it would, it would take a lot of, lot of work, but I was proud of them. They did really good. Yeah, and I, they are having a blast in Austin, it sounds like. Yeah, riding your Harley. I could get into oh, riding my they, Harley around Austin. and Well, not Austin, but the Hill Country. Yeah, the Hill Country is a trip in itself. If you all ever get a chance to go to the Hill Country in Texas, you will love it. Especially in the spring with yeah. the blue bonnets. Yeah, oh. it's beautiful. All right. Well, I think that's it. This was our first interview. I think it went well. If you know somebody else that has a great retirement story, um, could be something, you know. Whatever their adventure is. Yeah, yeah, something different. We would love to talk to them. Yeah, you can reach us at adventureretired at gmail.com or the website is adventureretired.com. And we'd love to hear from you and maybe get you on the show. Definitely. Please subscribe and tell your friends. Yep, we'd appreciate it. All right, that's it for this time. I love you, Cindy. I love you more. And that's a kid's